Hey, what is up, you guys? White Atley here, coming at you with another episode. So, this is going to be a little different, and I'm going to present y'all with my top 10 favorite horror villains, icons, whatever you want to call them, killers, um, and how, okay, so, like, this is just personal, right? I'm not making a top 10 list of, you know, just pure, like, scariness or, you know, just a top 10 list that should be official. But it's just more personal, right? So, how I view this, right? <laughs> I kind of, uh, when I was making this list earlier, I kind of viewed myself in the situation of me being attacked by these guys, right? And how freaking scary it would be. Now, granted, if you put yourself in any situation of, like, any killer, right? Like, in like you have to go up against any killer, right? That's going to be scary. You know what I mean? Whether you're having to fight the demons that haunt Annabelle or you have to fight Leatherface and his disfigured self, right? You know, more the average human being would be scared. You know, I would hope you'd be scared. Could I, be, I would be pooping my pants. Like, absolutely pooping my pants. But anyway... So yeah, this is going to be my little top 10 list of killers that I would not want to go up against because I would absolutely lose my mind. Alright, so here we go. Coming in at number 10, right? And y'all may laugh at this from any horror fan coming, you know, like coming from any horror fan, you know, these movies are just fun to watch. But situationally, I would lose my mind, right? And that is the hillbillies from Wrong Turn. Okay, first of all, imagine yourself taking a trip to West Virginia, right? You're going through the mountains, and all of a sudden, you have uh, three hillbillies in particular. Three hillbillies, one with three fingers, one with one eye, and another one that's like 6'5", you know, obviously disfigured, and his teeth are just oddly shaped right yo first first of all hillbillies from west virginia sound terrifying absolutely terrifying and (laughs) imagine your car breaking down right your local gas station is run by a guy who low-key looks like he's a killer himself so he's no good and you have to fight off these three hillbillies who are cannibals, by the way, just absolute cannibals, and (laughs) so they're coming after you, not only to kill you, but to eat you, yo, I mean, I don't know, man, I mean, on this list, I would probably have, my chances of beating these guys are probably the highest among this list, right, but, um, yeah, I would I would uh hope I'm like Rambo 2.0 because there's no way I'm getting out of that situation alive. Just knowing my survival instincts, there's no way. So coming in coming in at number 9 is uh this is kind of like I feel like it's an underrated movie in regards of horror and uh and that's The Ring. Um and that's Samara Morgan, the chick that, you know, is like the uh, demon chick that comes out of the TV at you. Right, so get this right. 
imagine you get this tape or a message or whatever, and it says seven days. And you kind of just brush it off. You're like, okay, that's weird. But, you know, it's whatever. But then, like, weird things start happening to you. And then you play these tapes. And you see this chick in the tapes get closer and closer to the TV screen. And eventually, on the last day, the seven days go through. And you have this chick literally, this demon chick, crawl out of the TV screen toward you. Yo, I would be living in a church because there's no way that chick is like anywhere remotely close to not being demonic. So I would literally just have like a priest there with me. So when this demon lady comes out of the screen, I would just bombard her with uh, holy water. And I don't even know how you even beat it. Like, I mean, I, it's been a minute since I've watched these movies, to be honest with you. And I've probably watched them a little too young. So, yeah, this chick definitely made me, uh, <laughs> made me a little scared of TVs for a minute. And, uh, yeah. And coming in at number eight is the classic man himself, Candyman. So, this goes along the line. When I was younger, I used to play um, Bloody Mary. You know, you'd turn off the lights and stand in front of the mirror in your bathroom and, you know, scream, uh, not scream, but just say out loud, uh, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And apparently, you know, the Bloody Mary chick is supposed to uh, pop up in the mirror. It's kind of like the same thing with uh, Candyman. But this guy is uh, it's without a uh, hand. He has a hook, you know, and he just doesn't stop. There, I don't know if there's a way to beat him, but... His best friends are bees, and uh, he has a hook, he's tall, and he is hungry for blood. And uh, so you get that in one guy, right? And then he's coming after you. Yo, I would be losing my mind, bro. Like, I don't even know. I would be absolutely losing everything. Like, it's one of those situations where it's like, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? You shoot him, but like, he just doesn't affect him. You go to a priest he just doesn't do anything for you so what do you do what do you do i would cry i'd go in the corner and i'd cry that's exactly what i would do and then like imagine like you're just hiding somewhere and then like you hear walking up the stairs the thud 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 and then you hear like the scraping of the hook against the wall yo i mean i wouldn't you know i personally would not give away my position but me peeing my pants would like you would see like the pee dripping out on the floor yeah my pee would get give away my position because that's how scared i would be so yeah and coming in at number seven right it's uh one of my favorite uh these three three trio a duo uh i guess it would just be trio i don't know this three three trio this trio uh is one of my or one of my favorite serial killers ever, um, and I actually talk about them often. And uh, it's the Strangers characters, right? You got Dollface, you got Pinup Girl, and you also have, uh, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Man in the Mask, right? And it's not so much like the um, characters themselves that scare me, but it's more of the situation, you know what I mean? Because like 
I feel like these are probably these guys are probably the more human ones out of the whole list. And um, yeah, I mean, they're very killable. You know, all you need is a shotgun, right? But it's the fact that like it could be like a lonely night in October and you're just there trying to watch a scary movie or whatever. And all of a sudden you get a knock at the door. And then it just all plummets downhill because these three people are stalking your house and they're just absolutely messing with you before they come in and kill you. See, it's like the fact that like it's so realistic, right? It's so like this could happen to me at any given moment. And that's why (laughs) and that's why I am freaked out about this. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's the realness of it, you know, and uh that's what scares me the most. And these three characters are some of my favorite uh, horror villains, you know, really in existence. And uh, I really hope that they get more love than they've been getting. And uh, yeah. So coming in at number six is uh, it's another kind of semi-realistic kind of, I mean, it can happen to you, but the odds of it happening are a little less than, uh, let's say, the strangers. And that's... um. Ghostface, and I understand that Ghostface isn't like a single. He isn't like a he or she isn't like a single character, right? It's like a bunch of people playing this specific character and just kind of messing with your head. You know, it would be like the fact that like um, just somebody kind of just toying with you. It's kind of like the same way with the strangers, somebody toying with you and not knowing where they are at at all times. You know, and um. The fact that you could be walking down the street and they can call you and be like, hey, I'm watching you and I can kill you right now. And you just not knowing where they are at all. And that's what's freaky about it. It's literally that. It's like the vulnerability of not knowing when or if you're going to die at that moment, you know. So that's a little freaky to me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so Ghostface as a whole is just. You know, and they're such fun movies to watch, you know, and I'm not even scared of the movies. I'm more just freaked out by the situation, you know, but uh, so, yeah, that's a little freaky, in my opinion. It's just like just how vulnerable you would be at any given moment in time. Like, how would you even fall asleep? You know, like I I wouldn't even be able to fall asleep. But uh, anyway, coming in at number five is, again, more of a situational thing like the character itself doesn't really scare me but that is uh jigsaw so just imagine right (laughs) you're just chilling living your life right next thing you know you wake up and uh with like kind of like this overly sized uh bear trap on your head right and you have like 60 seconds to figure out how to get it off your head or else it just kind of detonates it crushes your head and you're no longer alive. Right? I feel like that's all I need to say. Like, yo, I, I don't even know how you would be able to keep your composure through all that. And yeah, you can say you can prevent from being from being there, like just doing the right things in life. Because most of the time people, well, not most of the time, all of the time, people are there and those traps that he comes, that comes up in his freakishly twisted mind because like they did something really wrong and he wants to give them a second chance 
and uh and this is just his twisted way of you know giving you a second chance but yo i would be i'd be losing my mind man i'd be absolutely losing it but here's like here's the thing like he is such a killable character if you're able just to kill him but like even if you kill the guy right they're going to be copycats so it's like you're kind of screwed either way so yeah jigsaw you're scary and uh hope to never be in one of your traps so coming in at number four is uh honestly is one of my favorite horror icons ever and uh i feel like this guy doesn't get a lot of love um in the horror well he does let me take that back i lied he gets love but uh he just needs some more good movies i feel like and it's been a while and that is a leather face okay um imagine you're you know riding through texas right and uh your car breaks down and then you go to this house with this with this crazy and then you meet this crazy family right and then out comes this i don't know six foot no six three guy he's big he's aggressive and he wears others other people's faces on his face because he likes to pretend he's other people and he comes at you with a chainsaw yo that floor is my new toilet because i would be pooping my pants you know i mean the good thing is that like more than likely with his size right you'll be able to just simply outrun him and he's he's not going to trap you in a big maze you know and you know more than likely if, if he doesn't get his hands on you you're able to run away right at least and that's exactly what i'd be doing the moment i laid eyes on him i'd get in my car or whatever vehicle i came down that road in i'd turn my happy butt around and go back home Texas and that trip is not that important and is not important enough for me to lose my life, you know. So that that would just scare me. And like this is let's just say that like you get caught, right? More than likely, he's going to keep you down in down in this basement where you have to look at him skinning the face off of another human being and putting it on a um, mannequin letting the thing dry and then seeing him kind of like hook it onto his face and then pretend that he is that person. Yo, that's a low key freaky. And what's freakier is that this, this movie was inspired by a true person in Ed Gein. He was the serial killer that inspired this whole franchise. And can you imagine like being the cops that had to like, investigate that and like explore the basement of that house and like real life house and like uh just find all of like the faces and like body parts and all that stuff yo i would lose my absolute mind so in like the fact that like this is inspired by true events is kind of kind of makes it a little bit more freaky and uh the fact that like there could be people out there who do that today yo <laughs> that's that's scary that's scary so coming in at number three the top three y'all should if y'all watch horror y'all, this should be like kind of y'all should already know what's coming um coming in at number three is freddy um not being able to sleep and 
uh, all that would be just absolutely devastating to me. I love to sleep a lot, right? But having to deal with a serial killer whenever you sleep, um, that would <laughs> that would, that would make me lose my mind so bad, literally, because like you're not able to sleep, or else you have to meet this guy. And I guess the whole thing is that you can try to stay up for as long as you can. But no matter how much you run, you have to face this guy, right? And so this guy, right, the little backstory is that he died in a big fire because the town uh, didn't like him. And he has a vengeful spirit, I guess, maybe he's a demon, I don't know. And he has his he has his claw that has like three blades on it, and he just attacks people in their sleep. And he's burnt; uh, his whole body's burnt. So like it it looks like if the surface of Mars got bombarded by meteorites, and you get his face, you know, with eyeballs and a mouth and stuff. But I do love these movies because it's like. Um, it's one of the few movies out now that you can kind of just go get that dark humor, right? And not really feel bad for laughing at it, you know? And I just, I really love Freddy a lot. And, uh, honestly, he needs another movie. He needs, a he needs a better movie than what he got last time. And, uh, he deserves a better movie. But yeah, that'd, that'd be freaky is not being able to sleep because a dude's trying to kill you in your sleep, right? <laughs> that'd be scary. But coming in at number two, it's uh, the man who loves Fridays, and that is Jason Voorhees, right? And I'm not talking about like the earlier Jasons per se, because that's when he was more human. I'm talking about like more like the later Jasons, where his face looked really just not human anymore. Uh, you just know he's supernatural, and no matter what you do to him, he just somehow keeps waking back up. He probably hates his life, to be honest with you. He probably, the reason he's probably so mad is because he just simply wants to die. He wants to, you know, he simply just probably wants to stay dead. <laughs> he just, he probably is so pissed off people waking him back up, or life waking him back up. But it's like, man, I'm just trying to stay dead, man. I'm just trying to chill down here with Satan real quick. Like, yo, man. And um, so, yeah, just imagine having, like, I don't even know how tall he is. Let's just say he's like what six four, right? The six four dude, he's like face whose face is literally a face that a mother can only love. Right? No one's loving that thing because it's so disfigured, it's so dismorphed, right? And then he's carrying around a machete, right? And if it's anything like the two thousand nine Jason, this dude can run. This dude is fast, and this dude knows how to throw an axe. Right, so if he can know, he if he knows how to like throw axes, and he's somehow a professional axe thrower. Yo, I mean, I, I just kill me already, man, because like I, I just would not know how to survive that, and um, yo, you talk about peeing your pants. I think I'd pee my pants so quick, <laughs> so quick. But yeah, Jason, um. You know, I just actually I've started watching uh rewatching his movies recently. And uh those eighties movies, I mean classics, yo. Like just I would 
<laughs> if I was those teenagers in that damn forest, I would just be losing my mind just not knowing where the heck this guy is because he lives there, right? He obviously lives at Camp Crystal Lake, and he knows those woods so well. Like, yo, man, I'd be losing my mind. So anyway, coming in at number one, um, like I said, if y'all are horror fans, um, we all should probably know who's coming, and that's Mr. Michael Myers himself. Yo, I mean, here's the thing, like, with Michael Myers, obviously when you get to, like, movies, especially five and six, but, like, four, five, and six, you get into, like, this supernatural, like, cult of thorn, like, demonic type stuff, right? And you kind of get into the supernatural serial killer, and this dude is taking bullets, he is being stabbed and getting back up, he, uh, He's, you know, <laughs> getting shot six times in the chest and getting back up. He survived being on fire at the end of Halloween 2. He survived, I think, at the end of Halloween 5 or 6. There's one of the four or five or sixes. And, you know, he just he gets shot up like crazy by a group of policemen. And uh, he survives a freaking cold river. I don't know how. But um, this dude just doesn't know how to quit. And just imagine pissing this guy off, right? And you guys got to remember, he's as quiet as a cat. So you're not going to, like, hear this guy coming, right? And he, he, if he wants to kill you, gone, most likely. And, um, yeah, he's just scary. And, uh, and he, the fact that he's, you know, low-key kind of demonic, you know, he's possessed by a demon. And, uh or spirit of one of his way, way previous ancestors, right? So imagine just getting run down by a guy who just doesn't want to die at all. And if he, if you are on his list, I would be losing my mind because like, yo, I don't even know how, what I would do. I don't even know what I would do. Like a part of me would like, low-key just want to let him kill me you know what i mean but like a part of me want to fight so it's like but like if a pistol ain't taking him down machine gun ain't taking him down fire ain't taking him down explosions everything <laughs> if that ain't taking him down yo i don't even know what i would do bro i think i would just probably just lose it i think i would just sign me up to that mental asylum and i would just lose my mind so anyway those are my top 10 horror icons, personally, that I would not want to go up against. Like, some honorable mentions are Chucky. I'm just not scared of Chucky. I'm not. Um, I think he can just simply punt the little thing, and uh, he'll be good. You know, uh, you got Pinhead. I would not want to go up against him. Annabelle. I would not want to go up against that little demon doll. Um... You got oh some another movie. What's that movie called that came out like oh sevens with all the dolls? Oh gosh. Oh man, I I drawn a blank. But um, yeah. So those are just some honorable mentions that I did not include, and I just I don't know this list that I <laughs> this list will probably change probably next week because my list changes weekly by who's the scariest horror killers in my personal opinion but um 
yeah, so these are just my personal top 10 horror icons. I hope y'all are good, man. I hope that y'all are chilling. I hope y'all are having a good time. I'm doing good. Um, life's treating me pretty well. I am about to start classes back up here on the 18th, and I am very excited. I'm nervous, but yeah, it's going to be good. I'm good. I'm very solid. So anyway, hope y'all are enjoying y'all's time, y'all's lives. I hope y'all are smiling. I hope y'all are good. I hope y'all are happy and all that good stuff. So with that being said, I'll see y'all in the next episode. See y'all later. Peace out.